AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome on into the free kick here. Martino Puccio and Davis Maddock alongside me here. Soccer keeps rolling. We keep rolling here with the show. Davis, um, there's still so many games left. I, I re- like, I'm, I'm not getting tired out by it, but it's just, it's really just kind of like a, mar- a sprint and a marathon at the same time with every game being like pretty much every single day and all the top teams are playing every three to four days and and you just like have to be on top of everything. I love it. And it's like a very, very long World Cup or Euro Cup tournament. And it's just, it's still the best. So how have you been doing? I've been doing absolutely terrible with uh, a lot of my bets. I've been doing some parlays. I, I've hit, I'll do like three or four bet parlays. I hit on three of them and then I'll just lose on, on one of them. And it's just been frustrating. I try moving to the two of them. I had Juve and Lazio on um, Monday, I believe it was. Uh, for money line parlay and they both lost and I couldn't I couldn't believe it and I just felt so positive about it and I just I'm defeated at the moment yeah uh I mean it is it's been so the thing is is when you are uh when you're in a losing streak and it never it feels like it never stops because like I mean literally as you and I are broadcasting right now 
there are two major leagues playing games, you know, the Italian Serie A and the English Premier League. And then, you know, that's not to mention that we have the FA Cup still going on. We have the MLS tournament. We had one game that was on this morning, another game that's going to be on tonight. Like, it feels like there's a, a never-ending stream of things to be wagering on. And so when you're when you're cold... Uh, it's it's a pretty miserable feeling because it feels like, you know, I, I should be getting close to even here, but nothing is going my way. Yeah, no, absolutely nothing. Even even the teams that I, I felt kind of positive about. Look, and I think it's just catching up to some of these teams too. Um, the the Lazio one for me, I, I, I kind of thought there would have been a result on the 4th of July when they played Milan because... They didn't have their two forwards in that, but they got completely embarrassed. It's not like they couldn't even cover in that one either. And then they lose again to Lecce. You know, it's it's you know it's just something that they're just free falling, and that even affects the future because, like I was saying, I wasn't really on them to continue what they were doing because they don't have the squad depth for it, and it's showing because they just they just look like they're fading and they're fading fast. And the funnier part is Atalanta. If they beat Juventus this weekend, something we'll talk about later on. They could be within six points of the title. Now, I don't think they're going to win it. Obviously not. Um, we're all on Juve all the way. Juve had a couple of suspensions, and that's kind of the reason why they got throttled. But That game look, was wild. I, I, I couldn't believe it. I'll be honest with you. I haven't seen anything like that in a while. We don't get a lot of wins like that these days because we've been really poor the past seven years or so. But to score four on Juve, uh, Juve hasn't been scored on four times in any competition since they lost the Champions League final. Milan hasn't scored on Juve four times in a single game since 1989 so at the end of the day like you can't get too beat up over it um because it just happens especially when they go up to nothing everyone thought it was done no one really thought anything could could change there all of a sudden a penalty and Juve conceded three times in six minutes that doesn't happen ever it's probably not gonna go happen again for a long time um I mean that whole back four alignment like I I saw the second it got um tweeted out I was like there's potentially a result to go Milan's way just because of the way Juve's been playing no Dybala no Delict. they're playing Danilo at left back it was just disastrous and they were asking um to give up some points there and and you know what like there's still there's still a sizable gap for them but you know at the end of the day if they could they could have been a lot more relaxed if they win that game and they go up 10 points clear because at that point then you rest a lot more and you get ready for that Champions League return leg well, you know what's crazy is they actually, after scoring the second goal, they sub Zlatan Ibrahimovic off, you know, far and away. They're their most, like, prolific per-minute striker, and they bring in uh, Rafael Liao, who, like, you know, he, he's just a very anonymous center forward, you know, not, not going to be a guy who the Milan fans are going to remember, you know, 20 oh, years we, from oh, now we, or whatever. Oh, oh, he's, only tw- he's only 21, he just turned. He's very young from Portugal, so he's one of their. T- he's producing. I thought he was. School. I thought he was Brazilian. Oh, I'm no, wrong. No, I'm wrong. No, no, yeah, yeah. He's, he came from Portugal. They they signed him over from Ligue and he's one of the guys that they like moving forward. Um, and I, look, he scored in his past three games that he's gotten a, a, a shot in. So I mean, look, it's it's something there. It's you know, Rebic is on fire. It's ten goals and thirteen Rebic games is for so him. So good. Yeah. He's insane. He's insane. And that's just one of those guys. He's one of those failed Serie A players as well. He was at Fiorentina and then he went back to Germany, really kind of refound himself. And again, he's just one of those players that really is just paying off because of his pace in this league. And and that's really just where I always kind of look towards 
nowadays in Serie A. Whoever is got the a, a pacier side, uh, more physical athletes is is going to be looking really good. Um, so, I mean, kudos to them. I don't think things are going to be changing that much there. But let's move on over to another team that used to be great in the mid two thousands as well, like Milan is Manchester United. They're probably playing the best uh, soccer football in Europe right now. I mean, it's actually insane that we could talk about them making into the Champions League because as of right now, this is it's kind of more of a likelier scenario the way Leicester has been playing as of late. Uh, I mean, Manchester United. Well, first of all, I guess let, let's start here. Do you do you believe? Are you are you a buyer in this version of Manchester United that has uh, since the return they have crushed uh, Sheffield United? They beat Norwich in the FA Cup. They crushed Brighton, and uh, they laid down five goals on on Bournemouth. Do you believe? See, that right there of the teams you rattled off isn't enough for me. I need to see it against the better squad. This is a very favorable uh, favorable fixtures uh, as of late, and they're going to go be up against Villa, I believe, next. Um, so... They're, I mean, um, yeah, so look, at the end of the day, like they're taking advantage of the points that are given to them. Leicester is not. Wolves are not. Um, and, you, and you've seen that. Sheffield has kind of bounced back after a little bit of a rough start since the return. For me, it's, I'm kind of hard to say no because we they didn't have the opportunity of having Paul Pogba this whole time. They had Bruno Fernandes. Rashford's healthy. Martial seems like he's a little bit reborn. Mason Greenwood has been phenomenal. It's just... They're getting everything they need, and this is still without a Harry Maguire that they thought would play to the level that his fee was at, which was around 80 million pounds. David De Gea is still not the same guy that he was a couple years ago. So if they get those guys on track, I I see no reason why they can't create a lot of these goals and, and do a lot of these things. Look... Leicester's not playing well. They're really not. And and you know what? Out of all these teams that are in the hunt outside of the top four right now, Manchester United for sure, for me. I, I think they could definitely do it. And you know what? They still have the fixtures on their side. It, look, they keep on taking up these three points. It doesn't look like they're slowing down either because they've been playing all those guys. I thought they would have uh, had a little bit of difficulty with the 120 minutes played against Norwich in the FA Cup. Might have gotten to uh, bite them back in the, uh, the behind, but it hasn't. I... I like it's it's very impressive for them and I I'm not gonna apologize to Ole yet but I might if they make the Champions League uh I mean I it'll be very impressive if they make the Champions League I think this is what Manchester United has going for them which is that the the front three seems terrifying because now they're they're not playing old guys anymore they are Rashford on the left Greenwood on the right Martial up top then they're using Matic, you know, behind Bruno and Pogba, you know, kind of like a, a 4-1-2-3. Uh, Bruno is a little bit more of the attacker. Pogba is more of the transition guy where, you know, he is taking the ball from Juan Basaka, taking the ball from the center backs and initiating the offense, which was what Pogba did so well for those teams in Juventus. That's what Pogba does for the French national team. You know, really, he is one of the best players in the world at transitioning defense to offense. Now, the defense sucks. You know, Maguire, Lindelof, Juan Bissaka, Luke Shaw, even even De Gea, you know, no longer is one of the best goalkeepers in the world. So all of that is true. But I, I think the midfield and, well, they need a new defensive midfielder. You know, Matic not going to do it. They just Fred extended is- him, too. So... Very replacing Murphy there for a little bit. Yeah, you know they kind of need like a they need a a Conte you know uh, uh, 
type player back there for sure. You know, pretty much simple passes, but a lot of energy, you know? I, I, I think they're going to be looking towards the center back position. I think they need more depth up top as well um, with Igalo there because they never fully replaced Lukaku, as we remember. They just slid Martial in that position. And for over a 38-game season with multiple competitions, you just need more than that, especially if they want to get back to where they used to be. Um, I agree with the center back position as well. I think they're going to be um, transitioning Dean Henderson into in between the, the pipes and kind of slowly fade out David De Gea. There's no real opportunity for him. Maybe if you want a PSG to come calling for him, I don't think Real Madrid, that ship has sailed. Obviously, Barcelona aren't going to do it, and considering the wages, that you, you only got a handful of teams that would be interested in him. Um, so PSG, for me, if I could think of any off the top of my head that could maybe want to use one, um, would take a flyer on him, but even then, um, you don't know there. So... So look, I mean, if they get Jaden Sancho in here, it's very hard to to not see them being a competitor for the top four next year. Because as of right now, if you get all those guys fully healthy, Bruno Fernandez full season, Rashford full season there again, Greenwood's a year older, you get Pogba fully healthy again, you know, had a little bit more depth around in general, that, that team can be scary because they've shown already with limited amount of time with all these guys, with the amount of, like they really haven't been playing together this set of 11 for more than 10 games so it's really impressive for me because you can only imagine how much uh more time they get how much better they'll be and even if they don't make um top four they could still win the europa league which they're favorites for right now on FanDuel. so that's another avenue they could go down so for manchester united i think this is kind of not the turning point but it's one of the signals that things are changing there in my opinion because Pogba is now also open to contract extensions which we kind of thought hey is he going to Real Madrid is he going back to Juventus so now you know the whole vibe and culture is slowly changing there so I'm gonna wait and see before I declare anything like that but it's looking pretty good for them yeah 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 I uh I mean I, I it's always fun when United is good like I, I think it's better for world soccer when they're good and in the Champions League and everything and uh yeah some people might owe some apologies you know they we might we might owe some apologies to to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer yeah I I'll, I'll probably be at the top of that um I just always thought he got that extension too early because they did great they knocked PSG out of the Champions League um they were doing well there um, I just thought it was too soon, too hasty of a decision. But hey, kudos to them for sticking by him because there's not a lot of teams and clubs out there that really like to stick with a, with a guy. They like a lot of a turnover all the time. Um, so kudos to them. Real quick before we head out, our boy Pulisic is just on fire. He's, he's, on probably, fire? he's probably been one of the three best players in the Premier League since it returned, one of the five best players in Europe since all the leagues have returned as well. He's just amazing, and it's so great to see him advance like this, this stage at Chelsea, because not a lot of youngsters really thrive there. He's shown that he can, and uh, for an American nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think Pulisic is going to be a guy who has the ability to make soccer famous in the U.S., Absolutely. I already think he's the greatest of all time, but but that but that's for me. Some people think I'm a little too hasty with that, but uh, we'll discuss that more when we come back here on the free kick. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet.
And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, everybody, welcome back into the free kick here on the Sports Grid TV network. Davis, we're getting into so many top games. They don't stop, as we mention every single week here. The MLS is finally back. Um, what are your thoughts so far? There's been so many moving parts going on. Carlos Vela not going there. Um, FC Dallas obviously not participating. We got Nashville not participating as well. We got a group of six teams. We got a group of three teams, and then the rest are four teams. It's just totally bizarre. We're seeing games at 9 a.m. and then eight nine o'clock at night um so it's really 12 hour gaps uh i mean what what have you thought so far everything has seemed a little bit sluggish the camera angles i mean by the way i don't know if you were watching the game last night between orlando and miami but the adidas logo in the middle of the field was probably the weirdest and dumbest and most unnecessary thing that i've ever seen um in a broadcast yeah, very, very weird. You know, the, what I what I want to say about MLS is I, uh, I, I really like the MLS, and a lot of people who are really into soccer don't. You know, people who watch the EPL, people who watch the German Bundesliga, people who watch the Serie A, they think, it, they think it's bad, like, and, and it is. I mean, it's like championship-level soccer, maybe even a little bit worse, but... I mean, the first thing is, as Americans, like you got to the the product that people have available that they can go and watch. You got to you got to support it. And some of my best sporting memories ever of going to games. I've been to loads of games of all different, you know, the all all the major sports I've been. And uh, you know, going to sporting Kansas City games, I, I literally think one of my best memories ever of of sports. It was a game where uh, it was a it was a playoff game. They were winning one zero. The other team was going, you know, all out attack. They they had the goalkeeper up and everything. They cleared the ball down the field. And, uh, the, you know, literally as time expires, you know, as the referee's blowing his whistle, Sporting scores a goal. Uh, Josh Shallowy, you know, scores a goal. Or Daniel, Daniel Shallowy scores a goal immediately as as time expires. And it was just like those sorts of moments. You don't get it in any other sport. And I would, I would encourage people to be involved in the MLS because it is really cool. Yeah, I think it's about the face value that you have to take out. You can't go in expecting, you know, Premier League level of quality. You can't you can't expect that from the top five leagues. That's what kind of that's just kind of the American stubbornness, though. Like they just assume like the men's World Cup team, men's national team, sorry, is going to win a World Cup within the next like 10 years. That's just being unrealistic. The expectations are just so bizarre for them. For me, I just I'm not a fan of the rapid expansion. I think 30 teams is way too much um, for where the league is right now. It's not even 30 years old. Uh, the rebirth of this new league. So I just I just think it affects the quality a little bit. I, I do like how a lot of like NBA stars are kind of invested in the sport. Um, more and more people are kind of getting into it. I, I love what the Red Bulls did. Um, with having their own stadium and they didn't go for something where it's like 50 60 thousand seats there right you know it's a it's a nice decent sized arena where you could fill it up you get a nice atmosphere in there and you kind of move forward um i do love where they're kind of moving towards the younger you know latin american types where you get a lot of paraguayans come in the league and and they're producing as well and and the thing is i think they just need to follow the model of argentina and the brazilian leagues where 
you might not be as good as those other leagues, but you could have some really good teams that can compete against, you know, one of those top teams if it's like the FIFA Club World Cup on any given day, or you could just sell all your top talents to all these really massive clubs in Europe and kind of, you know, just develop your youth systems because some of these clubs have done a really nice job of that. Um, and there are really great atmospheres in some of these uh, stadiums as well. Sounders do a great job. Um, Kansas City in general, they always have a great atmosphere um, with any of their sports too. I mean, Atlanta United, we talked about it a few weeks ago. Like the atmosphere there for those games is just, it's insane considering um, how some of the Braves games go. Uh, that was kind of the conversation we were talking about. So yeah, I think you have to kind of take it at face value, but... What, are, what was your initial reaction to the product of, of this tournament so far? It's it's sluggish. It, it really I mean, is. I'm, I'm expecting it to be pretty bad for the first couple weeks because these are, they didn't get a long time to train. The, you know, the training camps were very quick, right? And in general, the soccer being played by these guys is of a lower quality anyways. It's it's kind of thrown together. The 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 pitches aren't great. Like, but you know, it, I, one thing that does make the MLS fun is the defenders are terrible. Teams are not spending money. Like when you're when you're like, oh, you know, how can we get fans to come? How can we make our team better? You're not going to go buy you know five million dollar defenders from the championship. You go buy Nani. You go buy chicharito you go buy johnny russell you go buy zlatan like you're, you're buying guys to score goals not to stop the goals from coming in so that actually is a cool part about the mls yeah because it goes in hand in hand with all the other leagues over here now it's just high scoring high pace games you know the nba there's a, a ton of threes uh threes and dunks you know it's just it it's pleasing towards the casual fan in the eyes um same thing with the nfl so many other guys are throwing the ball now with baseball it's really a ton of home runs there's not a lot of you know bunt hit and run we're going to steal a base here and there all the little things it takes to win those things still matter but at the end of the day it's what the casual fan wants, right? And, and a lot of these teams are start like, you have to put down like $300 million just to get a team in the MLS. So it's not cheap either. So so good on them for finally trying to get this tournament together. I know it's been a kind of a rocky start for them, but hopefully after the first week or so, if they can keep the, the positive results down for COVID, I think it'll be a positive sign and they could hopefully finish out the tournament for them. But we're going to move back over to Europe. Davis, Arsenal's playing pretty well again, too. Um, they had that rocky start um, when, when, when the season first started back up again. Look, Manchester City throttled them. I wasn't really expecting a lot out of that, but it was the David Luiz game when, it, when they're losing a Brighton the way they did um, late into the game. But now they're finally moving towards that youth movement. They're playing more of their young guys. Bakayu Saka, they finally re-sign him and extend him. Gabriel Martinelli, one of these guys who came out of nowhere for them this season. They re-signed him as well. Aubameyang is still scoring all the goals like he usually does. We know we don't have Ozil in this. He's just, you know, kind of fading away slowly into irrelevancy, unfortunately, for him. Yeah, I don't know. Arsenal's one of these teams that you could kind of hop on and feel positive about because, you know, they haven't had the easiest of fixtures as of late. You know, they're kind of playing up to their competition. They look a little bit more organized. And, you know, Mikel Arteta... He arrived in a very difficult situation. Uh, you know, this isn't this isn't something that's just you know easy, quick fix overnight. Kind of what happened with United with their transfers in this year. It's going to take a little bit longer than that. Yeah, it is. Um, I I like what they have going on there, though. You know, we've talked about. It. I I really like Saka. I think that 
um, playing young players who are attackers. You know, they've spent a ton of time practicing as attackers because, you know, when you're playing under 18s, when you're playing under 23s, when you're playing in the academy, the really good players are going to play forward, right? They're going to play, they're going to be playing striker or they're going to be playing winger because, you know, that that's just the natural progression of things. And then as guys progress to the senior team, you know, we've seen this with Zinchenko with Manchester City. We saw this with Jordi Alba with Barcelona. You know, those guys who are uh, Marcelo with Real Madrid, you know, good attackers, skillful on the ball, great at crossing, but maybe, you know, they don't have the best finishing product. Maybe they, they're not, you know, the, the most perfect striker of the ball. Those guys get pushed to left and right back. And I actually think playing there as a young player even if you do end up playing as an attacker, which I think is still Arsenal's plan long-term with him, I just think it makes you better at the game. It makes you, you understand what's going on better. You read things better. You're able to see things progressing a little bit better. And, uh, you know, really would not surprise me if five years from now, Saka is like, you know, the best Arsenal player. And he just is one of those guys who can really dictate the pace of play for the whole team. It might even be two years from now, considering if Aubameyang leaves. I mean... They, right. they have some options. They're going to have to get some wages off the books, um, spend a little money there. I think Upa Kamenko from RB Leipzig would be really like a home run of a transfer for them. I think they're, that's where they're definitely going to be looking at center back is, is one of the areas. But I think it's important that they at least get that foundation in there, kind of like what Manchester United did, kind of like what Chelsea did. Um, so for them, real quick with Chelsea too, Clive Havertz, he might be going there. That's 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 insane. I mean, so the yeah the the weird thing about uh, him going there is they're not signing him to play striker or winger. Like he would just be signed to play straight up like midfielder, like that spot that yeah. Mateo Kovacic plays now. And I, I you know if I'm him, you know if I am Kai Havertz, I'm like, why am I going to go play in the midfield? You know, and and for everyone to be mad at me all the time because I'm making N'Golo Conte's life harder. You know, I'm making Mason Mounts because because Chelsea fans love Mason Mount, and yeah. he would he would basically be going to go play Mason Mount's position. Like, uh, you know, if I if I'm him, I'm saying I I don't want any part of this. Like, give me I don't I don't want this. Take take me out of here. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's the beauty of it, though, right? Because he has time to think about it because it's ultimately his choice of where he wants to go. Um... So at the end of the day, I, I really do think it's just going to be a Chelsea, a Real Madrid, or a Bayern to do this. Um, I, I don't really see any other scenario in which this goes down. I think he's definitely going to be sold this summer because I don't think Leverkusen really have a choice. I don't think they should be messing around like that. We'll see if he's still going to be playing in the Europa League, though, because if that, that would be a huge boost to them. That's really their only main competition then. Again, that's like another avenue for a team to explore of getting back into the Champions League. Like, that matters. If they get back into the Champions League again, then you're kind of sitting there saying they don't absolutely have to sell him. Um, but I, I do think he's going to be out there because, again, you don't want a disgruntled player uh, to keep over there. Um, so it'll be something around, like, the 90 million euro range because he's that talented. Um, I don't know if you saw Bundesliga team of the season. Uh, Thomas Muller is not in it. Well, you know, it is it is hard um, with with the Bundesliga. Because, he set like, the assist how... record. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, he did. He set the assist record. Um, but you know, at the same time, do we really think that he is you know one of the best eleven players in the Bundesliga? I I don't know. I, don't I think know if so. He is. They put Holland I mean, in. Though. If you put Holland in at striker when he joins in January, 
I think that's like a little unfair to him, especially when you're breaking an assist record. They could have moved it around that you put in the 11. They put Holland and Lewandowski up top and then Havertz dropped like right behind them. That's kind of the formation that they ran with. I don't know, like give two attacking midfielders. Like how could you just break the assist record and do that? That was like when Marcus Gasol won defensive player of the year, but he finished all second team defense. <laughs> like, it right. just doesn't make much sense to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's amazing job for Holland, by the way. I mean, how many players can you see out there that'll come up for like five six months and then on to the team of the season for their first ever time being in the league there um only a matter of time before he heads out of Dortmund as well um yeah Bayern won the double now they have a chance at this treble I wish there was a futures bet that you could take for a team winning a treble because right now that's actually very doable for them um and and it's probably going to be the only team that would be up for the treble as well so I mean Let's see if Bayern's able to do that. They're still the favorite there. Atalanta moved up to plus 1,500, so that's some more stuff you could look at because they keep changing as these teams keep playing. But when we come back, we're going to be talking about the top matchups throughout Europe. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. 
I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, welcome back into the free kick here on the Sports Grid TV Network. Martino Puccio and Davis Maddock here with you. Final two segments of the day, always the most entertaining, and for, for my money, the favorite segments of the day for me. This is where we get into all the top matchups this weekend across the top leagues in Europe. We know Bundesliga is over. Obviously, Ligue 1 isn't going to be starting up until late August again. So we just have the three main leagues to go by. We're going to stick with England this weekend. we got a couple of good matchups we want to get into here, Davis. Sheffield United versus Chelsea. Let's call it what it is here. Chelsea's a pretty big favorite in this one when you consider the triple money line. Minus 170 there. The draw's at plus 280. Sheffield's only plus 500 on the money line. We know they had their issues struggling. Are you enticed by it a little bit? Because Sheffield's been in a pretty decent run of form. Chelsea didn't play that great against Palace. They're still picking up the points like they need to. They're not, they're not, they don't have that reliable goal scorer up top with Tammy Abraham and Olivier Giroud. They've kind of been relying on their winger kind of guys. Willian has been playing well. We know how great Pulisic has been. But is there a scenario in which you want to say, hey, plus 500 with Sheffield United? Why not? So if I was going to bet one side of this game, I, I, w- I would prefer the plus 510 for sure. Um, so I think, you know, one of the, one of the issues Chelsea is going to have is they are just not a, a deep team at forward right now. You know, I, I guess they could play Callum Hudson Odoi more minutes, but, you know, he's not fully recovered from his ACL injury. They have been getting decent minutes from Tammy Abraham and Olivier Giroud, but those guys, you know, I think part of the reason why they want to sign Timo Werner, they want to sign Kaya Verts, is they don't believe in those guys long-term at striker. And if Willian and... uh. At the same time, Pulisic need to take a day off. You know, they need some rest. They need to come off at 45 minutes or whatever. Uh, You know, I think that becomes a lot easier. And also, Sheffield United has a great system with their three center backs to defend against that attack. You know, the three center backs and the two wing backs, like, they are set up perfectly to defend that 4-3-3. You know, that's that's why the 3-4-3 or the 3-5-2, kind of depending on how they are working things that day, it was invented to destroy the 4-3-3 and you know like I, I I really think I really think Sheffield can hang in this game yeah I, I think so too and you definitely look at their runner form they're still giving up the fourth the fourth least amount of goals in the league they're still tied with Manchester United right now with only 33 this season so look they they can be had Chelsea in this scenario and especially when you don't have that reliable goal score Dean Henderson's very good and and to be honest with you Look, you you mentioned it. That formation does favor them. They have really good defensive organization as well. And the thing that I love about Sheffield too is that kind of when they lost these first couple games and they had poor results when they first came back, a lot of teams, a lot of clubs could have spiraled out of control, especially a newly promoted side that really hasn't been up here with that experience. But they haven't wavered at all. They've really stayed the course. And for me, 
I kind of like that because right here, when you when you get such a massive underdog like that, this isn't. We're not talking about Bournemouth here. This isn't Norwich City. This is a pretty good team that has a chance at a Europa League spot that's plus 500 against a team that has tendencies to play down to the competition. So for me, they might be probably the best underdog bet of this weekend out of all the top matchups that you're going to be seeing across all these leagues. I don't know if you agree with that. No, I, I definitely I definitely agree with you. If this if there was an underdog that I was betting, I think we, we've highlighted you know why this would mm-hmm. be the one. So Chelsea... Now, we'll talk about the Chelsea side of things. Minus 170 is a lot. Are you only taking that if that's kind of in a parlay, or do you not even feel safe? Because for me, I this is, like we said, I love Sheffield as an underdog, but I don't love Chelsea in terms of a favorite here at that number. I just think that's a little too high for me. Yeah, I you know, I think that the favorites I would uh, be betting this weekend, you know, and putting them in a parlay in terms of the EPL, you know, obviously Manchester City against Brighton, you know, not not scared at all there. I actually think Wolves are way better than Everton. I think plus 109 is probably, you know, a little bit too generous on the Everton side. And uh, you know what? North North London Derby, give me give me Arsenal right now. Spurs are terrible. They they suck. Let's get into it. Let's get into it then, right? This is this is one of the more fun and banterous rivalries because there's been a lot of, you know, sorrow and losing between these two clubs for a while. They've had high-quality players. They've had really good teams that compete at a high level in the Champions League over the years and even Europa League, held Premier League. I know they, to a fault, neither of them have won anything in the past 10 to 12 years, especially Spurs. But, yeah, right now, how could you not love Arsenal in this? Because, because of the way they've been playing... They just drew against Leicester. Like, look at this run of form here. Leicester, they grab a point. Beat Wolves, another three points. Norwich City, a team that they should absolutely beat. They smacked them 4 nothing. Sheffield United, a team that we just talked about that we like. They grabbed three points there. Southampton, they beat them. So, for me, this is just something that you have to love seeing from Arsenal because it just takes a few games for a team to get confident like that. And the history surrounding Spurs, there's always that, you know... Want, waiting around for Jose Mourinho's teams to just like pop and explode from the inside out, right? You, you just, you always feel it. You just kind of knew it was coming. And especially with their history over there and that culture, Harry Kane's not scoring all the time. Like they couldn't even score against Bournemouth. They had an extra 12 minutes of stoppage time and they couldn't do anything. So it's just, for me, it's, I, I can't, I can't put it on them. I, I can't bet on Spurs anymore. I, I'm fading them big uh, time. No, no. I mean, so since since the return, they just they they seem terrible, right? They they um they drew against United. They their one you know convincing effort was the win against West Ham. But even you know that game against Everton, it's not like they it's not like they were crushing Everton. They were you know pretty much uh, even in terms of possession, 51-48. Uh, 12 shots to 11 shots you know they just happened to they just happened and, and uh, actually I believe it was even an own goal um, uh, yeah it was it was an it was an own goal by Michael Keane in that game against Everton and then they pretty much sat back and let Everton you know get after them so you know I I, I think Jose obviously should be fired after this season and you know this is one of the games where because the market is viewing Arsenal and Tottenham similarly I, I totally disagree with that analysis. I think I think Arsenal has shown us way more since the return. 
Yeah, absolutely. And and the funny thing is the way what we were just describing and talking about it, you see it on the screen now, Spurs are the favorite at plus 150. Um, Arsenal's at the plus 175. And again, this is another dog here in the PL that I like a lot more than the favorite. And look, it's not, it's the, the odds makers here aren't very confident that there is a uh, clear cut winner in this either way, because when you're a plus 150 favorite, that doesn't say much about you to begin with. Um, plus 175 with Arsenal, yeah. And you know what? The over two and a half, I know how Mourinho sides play and all that stuff, but I just, I just kind of love the vibe around Arsenal right now. We know their goal scoring output that they can put out there. This is a rivalry, though, so we have to take that into account. There's a lot of bad blood here. Do you kind of go near the under 2.5? Because I would feel confident for sure at the under 3.5. I, I know that's at minus 260, but again, something you could put in a parlay if you had your Manchester City stuff going on there. If you want over 2.5 in Juventus and Atalanta that we will get into after. like It's it's stuff like that where you could just like kind of find value and you feel confident in because there's no... I have a hard time seeing four goals in this matchup. Um, I like I like the straight up under because Spurs okay. are not going to be trying to score goals and they're going to be trying you know obviously to play defensively you know they're not that great at it but you know when one team pretty much just wants to win one zero you can chalk it up as a game where you know maybe even 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 losing one zero I I kind of think at this point the I you know just the Spurs are going to take you know basically not getting embarrassed at all so I I am in. On, uh, I'm in on this one for sure. I, I, I like the under on two and a half uh, uh, on the FanDuel Sportsbook for this one. Yeah, I, I really like that too. Um, look, it's it's something I, I do see one of those things where it's just like a really sloppy goal and you're just like, what the hell is Spurs doing there? And they just let one in. Um, there's friction in the locker room too. I don't know if you saw the Hugo Lloris and, and Son uh, fighting as they were headed to the locker room at halftime at their other game. So it's just... Like, I can't bet on a team that's just, you know, destroying themselves. And it's and it's been like this for a while. And and now it's just they, play, they paid Jose Mourinho so much money. And this is just really, you know, this could be a long-term thing. Because there's not going to be European football being played there next year. That's disastrous. You go, they go from a Champions League final to finishing outside the top eight. As of right now, they're ninth when we're recording this. That's disastrous. That's embarrassing. They fired their best manager in the past 30, 40 years. And they bring in Jose Mourinho, a guy who isn't his old self. He's past it. I, To me, it's just Spurs is just such a diabolical situation. They're not worth spending your money on unless you're betting them to lose. So No, yeah, I would be, I would be betting against them pretty much uh, all the time. Yeah, it, it, no doubt. Like, and this is and this is also against teams like Bournemouth too. Like they go literally, against like literally West Bournemouth, Ham, like yeah, Bournemouth doesn't care, and they couldn't be Bournemouth when they have every reason to be caring. There was actually a goal taken back that Bournemouth was up one nothing, and then VAR yep. reversed it. It like I don't know. It's just I feel I feel badly for Spurs fans. You know, I root for a lot of awful teams that are comparable to Spurs here over here in the the U.S. So I kind of get where you're coming from, but. I'm sorry, I'm not betting my money on your team. So, um, any other matchups in England that you want to look towards this weekend before we uh, head on out for the last segment? No, I mean, I I think the uh, you know I think I I always like to watch Liverpool versus bad teams because it's kind of fun to watch them panic. <laughs> 
But I, I, I think Curtis Jones will get to start in this game, yeah. and uh, maybe maybe Rian Brewster as well. And I like watching the the young Manchester or the young Liverpool guys. Maybe Harvey Elliott too. Harvey Elliott is one of their other very talented youngsters. I mean, look, it's just uh, Minamino as well that they that they acquired over in January. I just think there's a, like a few guys. This this is like key and important stuff. This is because Liverpool literally have nothing to play for anymore. They won their league. They're out of these other competitions. So. So now, how about that, though? So, like, say they put out a weaker lineup. I know they could start out with, like, Amane, Salah, Firmino, Trio up top. But would you take, like, a Burnley to cover in this? Because we're asking Burnley to cover plus two is at plus 100. That's not... No, I I think you, you only would bet against Liverpool if Van Dijk sits. And, um, okay. you know, because he's their best player. Van Dijk might have even been over the last year, you know, the most impactful player in the world, more so than, well, not more so than Messi, but more so than pretty much everyone else. So I would, I, know, I would I know what you're saying. I know, definitely, I know what you're definitely not if BVD's not in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, who knows if they, if they give him a rest or something, it's, it's critical for player development. So we'll see uh, for the champions of England there. But when we come back, we're going to be talking about some of the top matchups in Italy. Who are the favorites? Who aren't the favorites? Do we agree, disagree on all these topics and more when we come back here on the free kick? SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody. Welcome back into the Princess here on the Sports Group TV Network. We got our final segment of the day here. Martino Puccio, Davis Maddock. We're back to Italy. Yeah, I know we talk about it often, but there aren't that uh, many other games going on that we love here. So we're taking in two of the bigger name matchups in this league as far as things go. Juve Atalanta will have to start here, Davis. Look, Juve again, they pretty much won the league over the weekend. They had that awful loss against Milan, 4-2. They weren't playing all their main guys. We talked about Delict and Dybala not being in there, but we know how big of a deal that is for them. They're pretty heavy favorites going into this. Juve, best team in the league, going against Atalanta. By far the best team in Serie A since COVID play has returned. Atalanta's plus 260 on the money line. Huey's at even plus 100. Do you agree with this? Because I'm kind of scratching my head. No, I, uh, I'm i scratching my head as well. I mean, I think after watching some of these Juventus performances, I mean, Atalanta has just been, you know, the, the way more like swashbuckling team, right? Like they just, they're playing on the front foot way more. And if Ronaldo is not going to be the the open play god that we have come to associate with him over the years you know i just don't really know how juventus can be considered to be one of the best teams in football because you you look at their team and you go okay so where where's the strength you know it's not it's not in goalkeeper anymore you know very average goalkeeping uh it's not at center back anymore Benucci is way past it rugani never got there you know he he's young um, and then, and then you look at the midfield and you go, okay, you know, Adrian Rubio, he is awesome. He, he is legit. He is legit. Really, really good. But then their, their rotation of other midfielders, I mean, Pjanic, very overrated. And now, you know, 30 years old. Yeah. Uh, ben Tenker is like, okay, but this is a guy who, you know, never is going to get EPL bids or anything like that. Uh, Matuidi again, you know, passed, passed his best. I, I mean, I, I think Atalanta just might straight up be the, the better team right now. I think so as well. I think they're the best team in the league. And I don't even think it's like, yeah, I don't think you could second guess it. Um, we know that they're behind right now because they had that rough stretch. I think their defense is still horrific for all things considered for a team at that level. Um, but they're still like the goal scoring out, but it just doesn't matter who they're putting in there. They're just creating so many chances. They're at the top of the league for expected goals, expected assists. It's just... They turn to so many guys, they fill into this system, like, and they just plug them in and it just works. For Juve, they need all these guys. Like, right there, that Juve performance was the worst I've seen since they returned back in Serie A after they got relegated for for the match-fixing scandal. That was really bad. And they're just missing two players, Davis. 
at the end of the day, if you want to compete for the Champions League, you want to win all these trophies, and they, they might as well win this league again for like the eighth or ninth time in a row. But when you have two guys go down like that, that's very concerning for me. And that one of them's a 20-year-old, and one of them's in their mid to late 20s in his prime. If you have one of the greatest players of all time in Cristiano Ronaldo, like Bonucci's supposed to be one of the greatest defenders in the world. He's not even close to that. He hasn't been in a couple years. Right. Probably since they lost that Champions League final. It's just stuff like that. And Sarri makes me... Like, he's putting Quadrado and Danilo at fullback. Danilo's a natural right back, as we know. He's not that good in the first place. They put him at left back. Alexandro comes in. He gives up a free goal like that. Again, it's just kind of like this vibe that... I don't understand the direction they're going in. They made a couple of good purchases. They're going to have Kulusevsky, who's over at Parma, who's been one of the better players since play has restarted. But for me, when we're talking betting again... Atalanta, again, definitely the best underdog by far in Italy, and I think all of European football this weekend. And you know what? Go with the cover as well. Plus one at minus 135. Like, give it to me. Give it to me. Like, come on now. I, this is like, this is something I can't really go against. The over under two and a half. Look, it, it's really just um, the over two and a half isn't that low of a number. Minus 172 is kind of high, but. I feel pretty good about it, considering the way Juve has looked defensively. And you know, still at the end of the day, when you have Cristiano Ronaldo and Paolo, Paolo Dybala's of the world, they're going to be able to get theirs too. So I'm comfortable in that. And would you entertain an over three and a half at plus 146? Um, yeah, I mean, I think the way I think the way that Juventus is playing right now, there, I think a game that they would, uh, you know, a game they would be planning on winning would probably be a high scoring game. You know, I don't I don't really know if um I don't really know if they have it in them at this point to win a, you know, a, a defensive battle because that's I mean, maybe the way they could win literally it would be a 1-0 with a Ronaldo PK. That would be the game I would see them winning. That was low scoring. I I don't think any other any other way they win. So, interesting about this, right? We know and we agree that this league is pretty much wrapped up. We don't see Juve slipping. There's seven games left as of right now. There'll be six after this. Atalanta win. They're within six points. We don't see them slowing down. We could see Juve potentially slip up. And we'll run through Juve's fixtures right now really quick after this game. Sassuolo. Not the easiest matchup, but should be a win. Lazio. Lazio stumbling, but they played them extremely well. But they, have, you know, they have guys who are hurt and suspended exactly. and everything, you know. It's, so it's it's just like, you know, it's eleven it, it's, days it, from it, now, a lot can change. It just it seems unfair for them, though. It seems like unfair for Lazio to have this great season. And you know, I I um I I listened to some you know great soccer podcasts. One of them mm-hmm. being the Guardian Football Weekly Extra, and they have some really good Serie A content on there. And yeah. the the panelists from Italy were making the point that perhaps no team was hurt worse by the stopping of the season than Lazio, who was undefeated at home. You know, they had not lost in front of their home fans and they had all this momentum and now they don't get to play in front of their fans. And they were, they were having this great season that, that got cut short essentially. Yeah. And that was something I was saying too, right when everything happened. And and I believe it might've been one of the first shows when we came back on here, they suffered the most by far. It wasn't even close. Like, when you're riding a hot hand like that, getting to play every single week with a thin squad doesn't help, uh, doesn't hurt them. But now, when you're playing every three to four days, and I've said this on my Twitter account, I've said it on a few other spots too, that doesn't help them. 
They're very thin there. And that was part of the reason why they stunk so bad last season was that they couldn't participate in the Europa League when they're playing every three to four days, trying to go deeper into the competition, where they're falling down to a lower standard match week in Serie A. And we've seen it again because they didn't even play that great from the start. They were lucky, like, they blew that 2 nothing lead against Atalanta, where they came, Atalanta came back 1-3-2. Then they were lucky enough to win against, you know, Fiorentina. They get smacked against Milan when they're losing two of their best players. And you know what? They were relying on Chiro Immobile a lot. You can't, it's difficult to do. 29 goals now. Look, if he gets one more, by the way, it's a, it's a crazy note to think about. He would become the third player since 1959-1960 to score 30 goals in this league. That's, yeah. I mean, that's the type of season he's having, and they still didn't have enough. So for me, they're also someone to kind of fade for next season. By the way, so it's that's just like a little it, pointer there. Especially if they don't if they don't add guys and they kind of just run back like the same grouping of players. That yeah, I I, I couldn't agree with you more. Because at the end of the day, you you'll get some money with Champions League, but how much are they going to be able to get? Because they also have a lot of a lot of things that people don't know. A lot of their fans are banned from going into the stadium because they bring pitchforks and flares and and a lot of other crazy stuff that goes down there. If you want to look up on how the ultras are over in Italy and um, all those other places, so for us. Atalanta, probably best bet of the week in Italy here, but we're going to be moving on to my team, AC Milan versus Napoli. This was probably our best week in years, um, beating the top two teams in the league. We've played, we haven't lost to Juve in the in the three matches that we played in the Coppa Italia matches. We drew them both, and then we came back to beat them in this. Um, we played Napoli very close often. The last time we lost against them was three to two, but they had a two nothing lead in that. That was just one of those matches where Napoli very difficult to beat at the San Paolo. Um, looking at it here, Napoli, I think they deserve to be the favorite in this. I think there was extenuating circumstances for why Milan won those two games that they did, even though they are playing well. For me, I think Napoli is the favorite here, but do you agree with how big of a favorite that they are in this? Because at the end of the day, when we're looking at a line that has plus 105 to Napoli and the way Milan is playing and the way they play against Napoli, I don't know, I feel like it should be a little bit closer even around the 130 range for Napoli, maybe my uh, plus 140. I mean, I do think Napoli is is a good bit better than uh, oh, no, Milan. Sure. Though, though, you know, I do I do think that just like kind of historically speaking, Hakan Chalanoglu is like a really underrated player. If he was playing in the Premier League, you know, he would be considered similar to like James Madison, you know, style player. Like he really is that good. You know, I think Milan's problem has just been goal scoring, you know, just just finding guys to put the ball in the back of the net. And maybe, you know, maybe uh, Zlatan and Rebic playing this well, you know, maybe that's not the problem anymore. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Rebic is Rebic is playing really well, but he's more of an out wide kind of guy. They still need that up and out uh, kind of player. They've been linked to Luka Jovic because that hasn't really been working out in Madrid. But for me, with Napoli, the biggest story here is Chucky Lozano's play, finally playing well. He's been one of their better players right. since the return. We know he's a huge Mexican star. This was supposed to be, you know, there's Magic Johnson, Larry Bird. The new age of American Mexican soccer was supposed to be Pulisic versus Chucky Lozano. Um, he made that big move over the summer from PSV to Napoli. Struggled for a while. Gattuso kicked him out of training for uh, lack of effort and all that jazz. Finally comes back, coming off the bench, 
producing at a pretty good level, Davis, is that someone you're actually going to be targeting um, in terms of DFS potentially? Because I think he might get the start here after how well he's been playing. Oh, Lozano, when he starts, uh, he is amazing for DFS because he wants to make something happen every time he gets the ball. He wants to cross. He wants to shoot. He wants to pass the ball to his teammates in goal-scoring opportunities. He is all action all the time. Yeah, um, it's, it's really been fascinating to see them. I think Mertens, uh, Insigne, all their work rates in general have been so good. They're a deeper team than Milan, so this kind of favors them going into this. It's a little bit of a revenge game because Gattuso is the manager now at Napoli. He left Milan after the end of last season. Is a legendary player for them as well. So I think there will be extra motivation for these Napoli players. For me, I will be taking Napoli money line in this. Um, I do think... As well, the over for two and a half is something I like. I do think both teams to score is something that we'll see as well. Milan's been one of their better goal-scoring stretches in a while. Napoli just has so much firepower, in my opinion. That's somewhere um, I feel comfortable going with as well. Um, any uh, any other things that you like in this matchup? Do you like Napoli to cover at, at uh, minus one? That's at plus 300? I, I, like, I like the over for these teams. You know, Napoli plays that really open attacking style you know we just saw the four goal game from ac milan you know of course with uh was laton in there so yeah I'm, I'm loving i'm loving the over in this one yeah and there's been a lot of overs in Serie. it's actually just been insane because again we talked about it the reputation all the time is oh there's a very defensive league they don't give up a lot of goals but if you've been paying close attention these past couple of years i know you have with dfs there's a lot more goals than you would uh like to think in this league so we'll go through all those matchups and review them when we come back here next week on the free kick thank you guys so much for watching davis thank you again for all the great advice and we hope everyone wins a lot of money this weekend playing soccer dfs sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring? 
but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring? But don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Castrol Edge can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $36.99. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply.